0: And there's people draining the bull for touring time. Yeah, just
1: whacking off a load of bulls.
2: <laughs> Jacking <laughs> off bulls. Jacking yeah. off. Welcome to Crookar Shorts. Here we go. We're,
0: we're, going, we're, we're going, seeing, going. Jacking off bulls. Jacking yeah. off bulls. You, you ever seen a uh, video of someone jacking off a bull? No. Well, the bull semen is worth a lot of money. I just ruined my
2: Google search and you know. Though, well, no, I'm no, so to
0: it's, see it. it's like a huge condom and it's, it's a... Oh, sort oh, of, oh, they're doing it for it's legit reasons. It's a semi-sort of oh, cow... Okay. Not a real one. I just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's like, get in oh, there. Oh,
2: yeah. I think yeah, somebody intercepts. To do they do
1: the same with horses and stuff, don't they? Yeah, yeah. they guide it into the fake studding the horse for joining up from the instead of the real one. Anyway, we're not meant to be tangenting because this is a short. What have we been watching? Yeah. So yeah,
2: we're back with uh, the second of the new series, of the kukar Shorts, which should be coming to you as this one is every single Thursday. These are short episodes, around about twenty minutes, where we cover a single topic quite specifically with limited tangenting. Yes, and we are carrying on with Mr. Imran Khan, who's our TRT doc specialist and we are going to be covering what's
0: in this one how to increase your testosterone naturally so
2: these are going to be dietary and supplementary things that people can be doing to help boost natural testosterone so none of your nonsense what was that stuff everyone your tribulus Tribulus. which you would have had to have dosed at five times what they recommended on the bottle for it to be of any use and was only ever tested
0: in mice or desiccated bulls testicles which you can still buy online
2: is that is that a thing yeah
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, what's people a like, bull testicles? Why, testicle? why, why obsessed with bulls? Because you see, testicles when, at the moment. Uh, when I was 17, my first supplement I ever bought was desiccated bull testicles. <laughs> and in a little tub, And you used to have a little spoon and you'd put it to milk yeah. and drink it. Because you figured out a bull's massive, he's big, he's got a big bulls. It's got to be good for it's you. It's got to be the yeah. bull. Makes sense. How can it not be good for you? <laughs> The same marketing applies That's today. That's why you're so tall. Yeah. the same it worked. Mars- yeah. fuck. <laughs> the same marketing applies today on all supplements. The yeah. same. It, it has to be good for you. Yeah. Right. So how to increase testosterone naturally. Now, with, um, with certain better. conditions, there's nothing much you can do naturally. You have to have it as an intervention. Okay. okay. But there, there are certain things which will help. One of the things which does help... And on our website, there's a paper on it, and it's called the references on there, etc. We'll, we'll,
1: uh, can we link that? Do we, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we, yeah, if you yeah. send me the link yeah. on WhatsApp, I'll link the it. First the first thing is
0: exercise and lifting weights. Active activity, being yeah. active, being active. Now, one of the things, well, the reason why weights help, is that your body has its own homeostasis; it has to balance itself always. It'll produce certain hormones in times of stress, and exercising is considered to be a, a physiological stress. And there's plenty of evidence that your body will increase testosterone to cater for the extra load you're you're having. So your central nervous system has to respond. And one of the things it does, it causes an increase in testosterone. So people who are not doing any weight at all, even if you put them into your routine one day a week or twice a week, it will help.
2: So resistance training of some form.
0: Okay. Number two, low-carb diets reduce testosterone. Hmm. Okay, so extremely low carbs, keep to about 100, even on a low carb diet, if you, if, there's no, look without going into too much detail of keto, what's better, keto, low carbs, high carbs, whatever, it doesn't actually make much sense to be on zero carbs. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Okay. You need to have between 70 and 100 grams a day to keep the brain functioning and to have things like the process of osmosis, which be more efficient, the absorption of nutrients to be more, uh, more efficient. And... Uh, what
2: about hydration?
0: Hydration will come in yeah. lots of water, yeah. You're not, yeah. Going to, you're not going to have any nutrient transferring through uh, unless there's enough hydration. Yeah. So all, all, all nutrients are going through water, and your body is, considering the most of your body is comprised of water. Now, so having a... Um,
2: Low-carb diet. Low-carb doesn't not make not sense. Idea. So keep it
0: good fats, proteins, carbs, they all help. So good nutrition helps to have yeah. better testosterone. Now, it also stops having deficiencies quite clearly. So definitely for a fact, vitamin D three should be taken with K two because low low um low D three has a has a detrimental effect on testosterone. That's a fact. That's known. It can't be debated. And for, you were
2: saying somewhere between five thousand and ten thousand IUs.
0: Yeah, as I said earlier, yeah. So so for the more active people, ten thousand, the older people, ten thousand those with darker skin, ten thousand, those from Africa or Asia, at least ten thousand if you're intensive exercise, like MMA, you should be having 10,000. Cool. Okay. Now, <clears throat> the other thing is zinc. Zinc should be also taken. Okay. Also
2: for general so cellular General pain, health, but it?
0: cellular activity, but also health boost testosterone. Selenium. Selenium is another one. Selenium, in very, very simple terms, it's used as a hormone regulator, if you like, without going into too much detail. The best source of selenium are Brazil nuts. Say, have Brazil two Brazil a day. Brazil. Of course, if you're allergic to to nuts, don't have two a day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's why <right>, I like Selenium's <laughs> yeah. so so right. dirt cheap as well, isn't it? It's dirt cheap, yeah. But I mean, you,
2: if you get a very good multivit, they can often have selenium in them. Yeah. The thing is, I, don't really I don't really like multivit like for like that reason.
0: I'd rather pick exactly what so, I want. Sol, Solga is a good brand, expensive brand in comparison to a lot of the cheaper ones. But uh, the reason I say that, there was a, a university which had studied several companies in the Solga had come fairly high on the top for actually having what they said they had in there. What, um, for multivitamins? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, stress. Stress is bad for everything. Okay.
2: How bad is cortisol? Because everyone demonises cortisol.
0: Look, you have to have a certain amount of physiological stress to function. Yep. So we all thought to have a zero cortisol is, of course, is
2: crap. Nonsense. Yeah, we well, yeah. need it. We need yeah, some you cortisol. You need it, or you'd be dead. Yes.
0: Those people who've got a zero are generally the ones who are dead. Okay, so it's not. It's like
2: those those other people that claim to to be three percent body fat like, oh, cool. So you're dead then. Yeah. So, so so you're dead. Yeah. Okay. Or
0: you know, I uh, the apple diet. You know, I've had one apple, or well, I haven't eaten for three <laughs> yeah. years. You're generally fucking dead. Yeah. So that doesn't really happen. Now. So you have to have a certain amount of physiological stress to function. And that's why uh, the stress hormones work in a certain way they do. If that stress is more than you can handle physiologically, and you start getting anxieties, and this is very, very it varies. Some people work fantastic in stress environments. Other people don't. Some people with certain anxiety disorders... Uh, I wouldn't even say they're behavioural issues. Some people just like that. Some people like to work alone. Other people are more sociable. Some people are great in a crowd. Others don't are in a crowd. They get stressed in a crowd. Whatever, whatever things you have. But when you pass a certain threshold, and the cortisol gets too high, it will lower testosterone. Yeah. Okay, one of the ways it does it, it becomes a vasoconstrictor. Sorry, you, you get uh, the the... You know what we want is dilated blood vessels, stress will cause a constriction. And this is one of the reasons say when you're under stress, go for a walk, have some cold water, go for a walk, relax yourself, get the vessels back. Now, so high stress will reduce testosterone. OK, and it's it's uh, hormones are re- reduced, which will pacif- are, are produce which specifically reduce testosterone. Again, it's not enough time to go into each of the hormones. Yeah. But if somebody wants to know, I'll put up a ch- flow chart which will demonstrate it. Now, sleep. Sleep is very important. Huge. Okay, now... But well, now, no, is this just sleep or are we talking sleep and recovery? Uh, well, if it's recovery is common sense, it's, it's clearly, if you're not recovering from a particular workout, and we're not talking about just weights, anything, If you're, you'll you recover if you get a good night's sleep, yeah. your body produces growth hormones, several other hormones. If, if anything, it's like plugging a battery in, you get recharged again for the next day of crap, okay, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Now, if you're not sleeping enough, your body's going to be under stress, back to the cortisol. Cortisol, right, and You're not recovering, your muscles aren't recovering, your body's not recovering, and you're not replenishing um, all the sort of cellular damage from the day before or the weeks, et cetera. Yeah. So if you look at people who haven't slept, who aren't good sleepers, generally speaking, they, you know… You, you can see it on them. Yeah, you, oh, yeah you I was going to say, you, see you, you, you can like see it yet. on them. Now, one of the other other things, well, sleep. What was the sleep? Uh, is
2: it was a certain a set amount of?
0: This varies person to person. Uh, you know, if you wake up and you're fresh, mm-hmm. if you sleep five hours a day and you wake up, and you're fresh. That amount is for you. If, if you, if my
2: you, uncle used to sleep like five hours. He'd yeah. be up at Five a.m. every day, no matter what. You know, he was all his life.
0: Cousin yeah. was the same. If Me. You, zombie yeah. yeah and if you need seven hours to be fresh you need seven if you need a nap during the day that's what you need so eat. how
2: how much would you rate napping power napping i think it's great is it, is it, it's a definite i mean it's been it's proven, proven to show that it, it can is, make it makes a message yeah, improvement in cognitive function yeah. also uh, energy the levels. little spurt
0: of gh when you're asleep yeah yeah, yeah. what so, about
2: uh, sleeping pre-workout like before working out and things like that
1: i was actually oh. listening to something that uh lebron and uh, he talks about he always gets his uh, so he gets his eight hours sleep every single night and he works his entire schedule around his sleep and then he has his pre-training or pre-game nap for two hours it's not a nap it's two hours Um, so he sleeps 10 hours a day day, and everything has to fit around Around that all of his training his schedule works backwards based on his sleep yeah Ah. that's how much he prioritizes and it?
0: it works for him because again the the recovery he's getting to his body. And LeBron is LeBron. He's not like the, your average athlete. No, right? no. no. You know, the, and with a lot of these super athletes, you find these patterns in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter Sampras used to sleep a lot.
2: Sampras, wow. Yeah. I
0: remember that game. And I mean, that's how the old I am, but he used to sleep a lot. And he would sleep, he would wake up 30 minutes for a game to, to warm up. <laughs> now, <laughs> he was but, dominant though, yeah, wasn't he? But, and he's dominant for a long time. Yeah. Um, another thing now is vasodilators... Citrulline, arginine, yeah, no, very, very good. Um, Cialis, not so much for the oh, that's I, one of the things I like yeah, to help. Yeah, not more, not one of the things for uh, you know sexual performance, but more as a vasodilator, it's great. Now, if you smoke, um, again, if you suffer from stress, other factors, the older you get, your veins can constrict, and it allows for a better blood flow. And uh, if you get a better blood flow you may not have low, all the factors we've discussed, they may be causing low testosterone. Yeah. Physiologically, your levels may be be fine or borderline, but when you implement these changes and these, uh, like people talk about, like for example, oysters traditionally, they're good for you. They're good for you because it contains zinc. Ah. Okay, now boron is an interesting one. So boron is, there's no, there's not much clinical evidence that boron works in humans. Have a, anecdotally a lot of people swear by boron. Hmm. Okay, so this is a really interesting one. Uh, within within um, sports science nutrition, there isn't much. Like I said, there's not much evidence that it works. A lot of these the academics will say, look, it doesn't. But anecdotally, a lot of athletes take, and they feel the difference. Because there's not enough studies to yeah. show. Us it's really wise, means there's not enough studies on yeah. this. It's something which needs more of an interventional research to look at that, and we need it more longitudinal to see if it works or not. But if it works for you. You know, why not? What are the supposed benefits of it? Uh, for production of testosterone. That, that's that's what the what main focus I, yeah, for why it. That's what I was taking. Yeah. Now, there's call. something ah. called... Um, it was just on the tip of my tongue, which went... It is called... i freaking make it. and I've just forgotten it. Um, <laughs> maritime bark extract. Oh, okay. Maritime bark extract is obviously a bark... Um, and maritime's an extract from the box, <laughs> right? But when this is combined with citrulline or arginine, it causes a much better vasodilation. And independent studies have shown it can also increase testosterone.
2: Huh. As okay. a byproduct of helping with the vasodilation. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's actually, so the, uh, a chemical reaction occurs, and it can increase testosterone. I've done a study on this personally. Out of one hundred people, sixty-seven people had more than a two animal rise in testosterone. Okay. Mm. Okay. So that's that's substantial. Not, not, not. That, that's you know what? When you're borderline, yeah. it, it it's massive. Yeah. It, it's like you know, it's huge when you're borderline. Um, other practical things: tight jeans, no, no. Too many hot baths on a regular. Too basis. many hot baths. So too many balls. saunas. Yeah. Uh, sitting in hot tubs for too long. Steam rooms, same problem. Uh, probably less so.
1: Because it's more of a, it's not surrounding your body. What about icing the testicles? Now, this is that's something to be that's good yeah, thing? Yeah, there's talk of this now, isn't there? Uh, there is,
0: but you know, I don't know. On that, I don't know. Again, to be yeah. to say I am I'm. I mean, to be honest, I don't know. I haven't looked into that. What, uh, what would be the theory of the benefit of it? What, I think what would it be? would be that everything would, would constrict. And then when you go to normal, therapy, everything would open up and more antibodies and more well, blood similar flow. Similar to and, relieving
1: but, fatigue but, in the muscle. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. what yeah. we were yeah. talking about, the, the potential benefits of hot and cold therapy, yeah. like yeah. all the, the kind of growth factors that get yeah. flushed yeah. into the area. But, same yeah. thing and for you. And, you know,
0: there's a, if you go to, like, research which has a lot of good peer-reviewed studies, I mean, for all the arguments pro-cold showers and ice, you've got exactly the same for the opposite. Yeah, yeah. And you really don't know. Now, now one of the things is is, for example did uh like the original boxers Muhammad ali's era marvin hagler roberto Duran, they were very much into after training going to a into a um a barrel of ice mm. now angelo Dundee would say that was to toughen them up yeah there's a mental thing it, it was a mental thing so you know i don't know i i, I don't know on that mm. now um the one of the things which i just want to point out here is that there's many young boys, young young kids. You know they were riding their bikes. may have damaged their testicles, crashed into the handlebars. Every week. Yeah. Mop. Every week. So that may have caused a scar tissue.
2: Yeah, it's just things that people don't think about. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Now we've come across horse this riding really professional. Yeah, horse riding. You, well. f- you <laughs> fell down. You got-
1: <laughs> Your balls are riddled with <laughs> yeah. fibrosis. Just, just like,
0: you, you, got, you got kicked in your testicles. I got kicked in the nuts. You're fucked fuck Every yeah. single one of these, yeah. Jesus Christ. You, you fell down. Have you been so, used as a speed bug? <laughs> yeah. So that may have damaged, you know, <laughs> that may have damaged in the cells yeah. um, for fertility and also for testosterone. So that's something which, you know, uh, sometimes everything is good. But then the best thing is just to have an ultrasound or an MRI done to see... Uh, uh, how much scar tissue you've got and what, how the, the sort of movement... What are the is
2: chances like. of getting that on the NHS?
0: Oh, this is a fucking million-dollar question. These yeah. days, I mean, I think if you were dying, you probably couldn't get an appointment, to be honest. but the, You have to have a very good doctor. Yeah, the, the, the NHS system is this. You go to the doctor, you feel you've got low testosterone, low fatigue. Now, if he's a good doctor, he'll get a blood test done, but they don't do a prolactin test, generally speaking, and you have to do a prolactin test. So the, the doctor would get a blood test done and then he would then refer you onto an endocrinologist. An endocrinologist can take up to 18 months. What? And I'm just saying what generally happens from the feedback we get from all the people we work with. The endocrinologist will then say, let's have another blood test and then he'll say, right, or she'll say, come back six months later, we'll do another blood test. So now this could be from zero to 18 months to two years. Gosh. And then they'll say, right, okay, we're going to put you onto Nebido. Nebido is... is uh, Nabido. Yeah, N-E-B-I-D-O. And we're, that's one shot every three months or every four months. OK, it's a formal injection, a very slow injection has to go in and it has different esters of testosterone and often send you home. And Nebido is a very cheap, cheerful method for the NHS. The problem with Nebido is you get the initial burst. Now, for older people, it may be suitable. For much older people. So you get a burst and then it sort of goes down. So you might feel great for a few weeks and then that's it. Now, or they may give you gels, which we've already discussed may not be great. Now, then every three, four, three or four months you go in, you have that injection done. The other alternative is, is Sustan, which is cheap and cheerful, but it works. One shot every two weeks or one shot every three weeks. The problem is the doctors aren't keen on prescribing this. Now, one of the side effects you may get, and not everybody gets it, but you may get it, is polycythemia, idiopathic polycythemia, which is thickening of the blood, a higher hematocrit and red blood count. Now, that's obviously not good. It's not a huge amount it thickens, but it's not like it becomes syrup or jam, but it can raise. Up to three years ago, you could go to the NHS and have your blood drawn, and it wasn't a problem. Mm. You You could go in, you'd get a card, Go to the wards, they'll drain your blood every three months and you were great. Now they don't do this. So now they'll take you off the testosterone. Rather than deal with the higher. Rather than deal with it, yeah. This is not this they were doing this before COVID, so it's nothing to do with COVID, This was happening before COVID. So in that case now, you can either get a private venous section to have blood drawn, but then you have to be dishonest to the doctor. That you you can't tell them I had this, which I'm not going to encourage privately it's a different ballgame altogether so you're privately paying, paying all, you want, aren't you? all private things because you're paying for it they cater for a lot of it they, they do all of it yeah. Um, yeah. and this is where these nuances exist uh, within the NHS so if you tell them things like look I've had anxiety I've split it with my partner I'm stressed you'd automatically get an antidepressant without looking at testosterone so you have to ask for a testosterone test And a full hormone panel, not just testosterone. You have to literally say, This is what I want. They may say, Fine. They may say, Listen, we're not going to do it.
2: Yeah, it's a battle. I know it's a different battle. It's it's smart to do your research and list all of the things that you've got wrong and the way you're feeling. And don't just accept, Oh, you know, take a break, try and sleep a bit more, have a look at your diet. Whenever they say, No, my diet's done, I know my body, I know this feels
1: wrong. You need to go in almost knowing exactly what they're going to be asking you so you can kind of already have checked that off the list and tell yeah. them i've already done that i've already yeah, done that yeah, i've already yeah. done that and also like you said sometimes you'd have to push because they'll be like okay we're going to get this test but it not might not have all the information that you need so yeah. you know i think with maybe a bit of persuasion if you're lucky well you see I, I, know, to, I know for
0: a fact that some doctors will not do a prolactin test they will not do a free antigen test they just don't do it Uh, They say, go get that privately and then come back to us. And a lot
2: of the times as well, you have to fight to even get your results. So if you have had a blood test, make sure that you're actually saying, I want to see my results. So don't just be told, yes, I'm fine or whatever. I want to see the breakdown of everything I was tested for (coughs) and the numbers so that then you can pass
0: that on. Doctors, as far as I know, they don't have to give you a copy of their blood no, results. No, but I know that you can request it, and then
2: what they do is yeah. they give you a code to sign into an app which you can yeah. then download. Which, which the you then write, from. which you have, you have yeah. to write to them. Yeah, you do. Uh, yeah. Now,
0: that can take, apparently fucking day and age, one, <laughs> one day to eight weeks. So now, it, if, now if you're, so you're suffering, eight weeks is a long time. Right. Now, so privately, none right. of these things exist. You have to have a one blood test, you have to have a second blood test to verify the result. You get a prescription. Off you go. If your blood thickens up, you get a venous section. Blood is drawn out, taken out. That's it. The difference is privately, you have to unfortunately pay for it, yeah. and uh, on the NHS you don't. Well, what I think will happen: the, the model, I think, within three or four years, it'll be moved to complete private, completely. Yeah. And the national health don't want the hassle of it.
2: Yeah, and and they're not, the way that they have to work due to the money limitations and everything, it's just not optimized for the patient either.
0: Yeah, and within because you have to procedures. remember for females. It took a long time for HRT to be recognised, a long time, and now it is. But females will only get it for five years. After five years, that they don't get it.
2: What's, what is the logic in that?
0: Well, they say it's a risk of, of, uh, of breast cancer and other things. You have to have a very flexible doctor to do that. They, they can do it, but the guidelines suggest that they don't. So these are also
1: problems as well.
2: Well, that was an interesting one.
1: Yeah. Is It we twenty minutes. We we tangented Freshly. away from the actual, the actual kind of natural test um, things no, we, that could we can have got do. Is that is that yeah. like it was there anything yeah. else? Well,
0: there's things like ashwagandha. There's some evidence ashwagandha may help. Um, well, it's
2: worth taking that anyway because there are many benefits for Ashkaranda.
0: I think I one, think one, a new, a new is, is, is a, a is one. a miracle. Uh, you know, in India, Pakistan, etc. People have been drinking that for centuries. Mm. Uh, other countries for centuries, just in tea. So I remember talking to a guy about twenty years ago, and he said, "Hey, look, this asparagus." And, and someone said, "Listen, my dad has been drinking that for forty really, years." Yeah, yeah. Is so, that what you know? What are you talking about? Turmeric in milk. Turmeric in milk. Anti-inflammatory. Um, uh, saffron
1: as well. So saffron.
0: Saffron. It's worth more than has gold. Great, Wait great therapeutic benefits. Mm, I've started taking saffron. As yeah, well. saffron. um Ooh, bagger. Yeah, mm. real saffron is, I think, more expensive than gold. As it is, it's worth more than gold. Yeah. It? And, uh, the oh, best I wonder why it was the so wake. fucking expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the best, a kilo for kilo. The, the Spanish uh, saffron is crap. The real saffron is a Persian saffron, Iranian-Afghan border, Russian yeah. border, and one strand, maybe like 30, 40 quid, mm. and tiny little tiny bit has huge mental properties, therapeutic. Mm. It was always considered um, a herb or a spice, for the royalty yeah. it was the you know the king spice and a great aphrodisiac and lots of benefits to it and definitely for anxiety it does help yeah i mean i know this it, it does help for anxiety uh you just literally make it like a saffron tea and it, and it does help but just a tiny 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 little tiny tiny bit <laughs> <laughs> so there you go yeah, yeah.
2: Lo- lots of little handy hints there to uh help yeah. with the old natural boosting a couple of and also incentives. stay happy Yes, yeah. I think no. that's one of the biggest things, is if your mood is elevated, the rest of things will fall into place yeah. a little bit easier yeah, as well. Try, try, try so try to... Even if anecdotally, maybe ashwagandha or saffron doesn't help with your testosterone directly, indirectly, it may well have
0: great benefits. But I think I think generally trying to be happy. I know it's hard to be happy in this miserable, sad crappy existence We're as all the in. news would have you believe it. yeah yeah you know but there's joy in small things you know sometimes there's smallest of things it can be joyful so try to be you know if you, you can everyone try Put to a little,
2: be little bit of happiness out, it's like ripples in a pond you just a little bit of happiness and it just out it goes and spreads Amen so the more that. people that do that the more ripples we create and the happy yeah, i think
1: know. you'd be surprised as well at how much your influence can actually impact other people oh yeah and that can be reciprocated so you deliberately making an effort to be happy and try and be nice to other people that's a conscious effort from you but a lot of the time they'll reciprocate that which will then in turn make you feel happy because they're yeah. being nice back yeah so it's like you have a lot more control over your the external happiness around you
2: yeah it's the whole thing over in the north when people say in the south people just walk past
0: each other in the street in the
2: north people say morning they do talk This is yeah. i got Good morning.
0: Lost, I got lost in newcastle can you believe someone like me looking like me got lost in newcastle <laughs> raining i said this woman excuse me i'm trying to get here she said love open the door i'll sit with you and i'll and i'll I'll take you where you've got to go what are the odds of an old dear (laughs) getting in at six foot six sitting in my car (laughs) and i'll take you there yeah i mean what a great woman yeah i'm an absolute legend what are the odds of that
2: i've got one which goes against what i just said about london i was in london trying to get to it was like a photo shoot somewhere weird in like the you know the outer bits of london that no one ever goes to and uh, I was trying to get on a bus and you got me roughly near it. And at the time, I didn't know that buses in London now run on these cards. Okay. You can't pay with money. You have to have I a know. travel card. Fuck, I didn't know that. So I got onto the bus. The driver was behind like an eight foot bulletproof screen. Yeah. And I was trying to yeah. speak to him. And he went, wait. And I didn't understand what was happening. He's was like, where are you going? And I told him, he went, well, it's not on the route, but I'll take you there. He diverted the whole bus. Yeah. <laughs> because I just yeah what a dude yeah, so he was, like, her, he, was, yeah. he was like it's off my route but I can be on my route and do it with it. so he diverted this entire bus to drop me off outside where I needed to I think. feel like this and was then the then fucking up. bus
1: in Harry Potter I know <laughs> yeah. and I take was just, it away Ernie
2: I got off the bus and there was like nobody there for me to tell this to like verify this story I was like this bus should not be here right now this dude just dropped me off for free didn't have the it, and divert his entire (laughs) bus route I was like what a legend so you know that's what I mean he was a little bit of happiness in an otherwise kind of semi-miserable place and just just another
0: tip on happiness and again it seems quite silly but you'll often hear people saying look I've got nothing to be happy about well think about to your childhood and the things which made you happy Mm. So if it was, for example, you know you had a canary and you were happy or football cards or you like drawing or painting or reading, go back to those things. Yeah, oh, sorry you know what go ask. back to the things which which made you happy if you there's one of our guys he said he always wanted to um, keep different types of cactus, yeah And so I said, then "Why don't you do it?" And he said, "I've never thought about it since then." And then he went off he bought different different ones and he started sort of growing them and do whatever you do with them yeah. and it was that was you know that was his joy now gave mm. him focus yeah that's and why and not about. and why why
2: not that's no, very very true the, the little things can go along the way one thing i started implementing is a gratitude board it's just on the fridge and every day when you go down in, in the end of the day before you go to bed you just write down what you're grateful for that day and you know what it doesn't have to be anything big it can be the fact that you have a car no matter how beat up that thing is, a a car that can get you to work, get you to the store, get you to food. Third class driving is better than first class. Water. Access to (laughs) water. You can't think of anything good. i tell you one thing good. You have a tap that has (laughs) free flowing water coming out of it to hydrate you when you need it. That is something to be fucking grateful for. Not not everybody has that. that. No, they don't. And you have a roof over your head, food in your belly, somewhere warm to sleep. All of these small things, you start taking appreciation back for those little things. You start to build a happier profile Throughout your days, and you'll slowly be able to build on these smaller things up to the bigger things.
0: Without well, being political, I mean, I've been to Palestine, and a room uh, smaller than this, with uh, wooden boxes, and then a piece of wood, and a blanket on for a mattress, and in the corner a blue—you know, the oil oil barrels, the yeah. blue ones—that was where there was water, and the poor family had to queue up for two or three hours a day just to get water. Uh, They're cooking in that room, sleeping in that room, yeah, I've seen and, that. and communal toilets yeah. used by like four or five hundred people, yeah. and they had been there for decades. So you know, uh, at times when we're feeling down, it's hard to be grateful. It's hard to to be acknowledged. But we've got our eyes, we can walk, we can talk, we can communicate. We've got food in our belly, we've got a roof over our head. It's better than a lot of people in the world. Yeah, yeah it's true. And it's sometimes just about perspective. I was
1: going to say, I think that. um mm yeah getting perspective sometimes can can help massively with appreciating the the little things that we we take for granted yeah
2: i think we'll end it there yeah we'll wrap it oh, up another one there well with a small little tangent at the end just to be <laughs> yeah, with age, just, yeah. <laughs> they'll never they'll never actually be one that
1: <laughs> there isn't at least one tangent well,
2: that's it hope you enjoyed the short. shorts so remember if you can rate us leave us a comment whatever it is that you can do to help whatever platform you're listening on we do appreciate it all and uh have a great rest of the week and we'll see you in Monday's episode as always. Until then, tootle pip. Bye.